0: the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and
1: welcome to Autoline Daily for October 8th. I'm John McElroy and here's the latest news about cars and the automotive industry. Well, look at this, maybe hell has frozen over. California temporarily lowered its emission standards for gasoline because prices skyrocketed in the Golden State. They hit an average of $4.65 a gallon which Bloomberg says is 22% higher than the national average. But in Escondido, just outside of San Diego, they hit $5.75 a gallon. California's stringent air quality standards for gasoline make it almost impossible for refiners outside of the state to blend fuel for California. A power failure at one refiner and a fire at another crippled the state's ability to produce gasoline, and that led to the jump in prices. Speaking of the price of fuel, the Renewable Fuels Association says that E85 should be priced significantly cheaper than it is in the U.S. It says the wholesale price of E85 is 70 cents a gallon cheaper than pure gasoline, but at the pump, it's only 37 cents cheaper. Fuel distributors are pocketing the difference. E85 delivers about 20% lower fuel economy so unless E85 is 20% cheaper than gasoline, motorists have no financial incentive to use it. Without that markup for ethanol, it's possible a lot more mo- motorists would use it. The U.S. currently has over 8 million flex-fuel vehicles on the road. General Motors announced it's moving its hydrogen fuel cell research to Pontiac, Michigan. According to the Detroit Free Press, GM is closing its fuel cell lab near Rochester, New York, where it's been for years. GM says it will help having its powertrain research in one location, and that will also save money. Last week, we reported that car sales for Japanese automakers in China are plummeting because of anti-Japanese sentiment. Now Bloomberg reports that Hyundai and Kia are the big winners in that dispute. Last month, the two combined sold nearly 128,000 vehicles in China, which is 9.5% higher than their previous record. And speaking of China, GasGo reports that Volvo is going to miss its 2015 sales target in the country. Geely's chairman, Li Shufu, boasted that he would boost Volvo sales to 200,000 cars a year after Geely bought Volvo, but the company is severely underperforming the overall market. Volvo is forecasting sales of 46,000 vehicles this year in China. We now have our first look at what will become the new 2014 Kia Forte sedan, thanks to Chilean blogger, Ramon Rivera. The new Kia Cerato, also known as the K3 in South Korea, is on display at the Santiago Motor Show in Chile. And that will be the new Forte in the North American market. The design borrows from Kia's upcoming flagship, the Quarus, and brings in an upscale cabin design that we've seen in recent Kia releases. No word yet on any powertrains, but we're expecting a 40 MPG rating on the highway. The Forte should debut in the U.S. at either the Chicago or New York auto shows. Hey, it looks like Porsche has reclaimed the title of the fastest production car at the Nürburgring. The new 911 Carrera S lapped the ring at 7 minutes and 37.9 seconds. According to Porsche Boost, that's a full two seconds quicker than the time it posted last year, not to mention a few tenths of a second faster than the Lexus LFA, Corvette ZR1, Nissan GTR, and Ferrari 458 Italia. Not too shabby if you happen to ask me. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the fashion aspect of the Paris Auto Show, we're going to look at what the models were wearing, and I'm not talking about the cars.
0: The drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing.
1: The Paris Auto Show gave us a look at some of the newest cars coming out, but Paris is all about fashion. We ran into Marjorie Kravsky at the show, who was there to evaluate how automakers are dressing their models and subject matter experts to create the kind of look that they want at their display stands. You may remember Marjorie from the Sirens of Chrome shows that we've done with her, but let's let her tell you what she found in Paris.
0: fashion just speaks as a whole language here. Many people come here and they're after the technology, the new trends, and whatever. I'm looking for new trends in their interpretation of product specialists and fashions. And of course, the first place I go to are the upscale European brands. And that's Alfa Romeo and that, that group, Maserati. And first of all, they hire professional French models who could be on the cover of Marie Claire. And they may not know much about auto shows, but certainly I get a lot about what the interpretation is of their fashion. And many times they are haute couture designer fashion. We think about the nameplate of Audi, we think about technology, we think about safety. We don't think much about femininity or softness, yet they interpreted their wardrobe in soft grays. The only one here at the show, and I thought it was very interesting, the soft, gentle non-collar blouses, very feminine, with trousers, and they did have a very substantial black belt which was very serious, but it was a real change. What I've seen, the major trend here is the little dress versus the pantsuit is really the supreme fashion trend. I see the little black dress interpreted in red at like Toyota, at Alfa Romeo, at Nissan, and at Renault. So there are four major brands who are interpreting it. And then I see the little black dress in like 1960s shapes, like a shift shape all over. So that's really what I'm seeing this, that, that has caught my eye.
1: Marjorie Krevsky gave Autoline a little bit of a scoop while we were talking to her that she has not yet publicly announced. Starting with the LA show next month, she will be providing the product specialists or models for GMs, for brands at North American Auto Shows. So congrats to her. And then don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night. Besides having the best insider information of what's going on in the industry, we'll have Candace Wheeler, a technical fellow at GM, and one of the foremost experts in the world about fuels. All kinds of fuels. So join me and the auto extremist, Peter DeLorenzo, for AutoLine After Hours. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.